This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey, Paul. Hey, Rich. Hey, so remember last time we talked about uh, we wanted to do some Star Wars DNA and we had this plan to talk about Dune. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to do that? Let's talk about Dune. Dude, I'm excited to do that. Okay, cool. So specifically we're going to talk about the new version, but we can also talk about Dune as a concept as as a sci-fi concept as well, right? Cuz Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean Absolutely. The, the movie is one thing, but Dune's been around since what mid sixties or something, right? When yeah, did you write it, that it was it, it, the first the the first like short story came out in sixty three, I think, okay. and then the novel came out in like sixty five or so. Okay, so yeah. it was already a thing for like twelve years before Star Wars came out, right. and, and I mean clearly, like how could you, how could you like anybody who has r- known of Dune and known of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, like. Yeah. You cannot help but be like, oh, these guys are related somehow, right? Right. right. Like there's there's clear, like we said, DNA, you know, all over the place, right? Yeah. And it would be the only thing would be like, if you since it's like, I mean, for me and essentially for you too, they both happened before we were born. Essentially, I mean, you were like right. three or four years old for Star Wars, but right. that's like your your brain doesn't even work that right. So <laughs> it's essentially before you're born. You know what I mean? Like before I was so, cognizant anyway. Before right? you were before you knew anything about anything, right? But I was That's, around when they made that when when David Lynch made that adaptation of Dune. So the other one too. Well, I think I was too though. Wasn't that eighty two or eighty three? I was eighty four. Yeah. So I was. I was. I was, I was like you for Star Wars, right? There I was. Go. I was three years old. <laughs> wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known a Fremen from a hole in the ground, you know. <laughs> but the but the point being is that like anybody who comes, sort of comes to know both those things could be forgiven for thinking the wrong way around right if you thought if you thought star wars influenced dune just because you didn't know the dates on things that it it just would go to show you that their that their relationship is so has has enough similarities to it that you could sort of think it goes either way right yeah 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 i think i think what kind of feeds into that misinterpretation too or that potential misinterpretation is the fact that the dune the original dune film adaptation was greenlit because of star wars star wars kind of revitalized oh, science right. fiction so like i mean star wars is responsible for you know alien and alien yeah blade runner all this stuff that you know that kind of came after it even star war even star trek the motion picture that came a couple of years later got off the ground because of star wars's success or the success ah. of star wars and so you know in a lot of ways the filmic version of Dune, at least the first one, owes a debt to George Lucas's oh, yeah. George Lucas's cribbing of Frank Herbert's novel. <laughs> right. To, to holy shit. To to George Lucas saying, I'll take a little bit of this, I'll take right. a little bit of Buck Rogers, I'll take a little bit of Kurosawa and Shazam. <laughs> right. Which I mean, like that's it's funny, but it's also like not even really a critique, right? Because no, every piece of art is that right so yeah, absolutely absolutely yeah. so it's it's more like it's more like it's fun to it's fun to examine the dna because it's not the same thing as like like so so for example spider-man 2002 or whatever 2003 that first toby Maguire one yeah 
And then Amazing Spider-Man from like 2010 or so. Yeah. The first Andrew Garfield one. Like that's a different thing. And I'm not sure. And that's like, it's different in implementation because it's like, there's something about that that is qualitatively different than heavy influence. right? Right. Right. Because that's just saying, Hey, everybody, this is the same thing. Just forget these other things exist and buy tickets again for same character same same set of characters same things and go for it mm-hmm. but but even in that case i'm still not necessarily saying that that's wrong more like that's that's like one step further down that path of like we've gone from we've gone from like influence to just straight up like Let's just do it again, kind of thing. Right, you know right. What I mean, it's the Gus Van Sant remake, shot for shot remake of Psycho, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there's like, there's there's this whole class of like questions about art in the sense of like, what does it mean to be original? What does it mean to be? What does it mean to be a remake? What does it mean to be a rehash? What does it mean to be all these things? And the the Dune, the or excuse me, the George Lucas David Lynch is one way to look at that. Yeah. And of course the Sam Raimi, whoever directed Amazing Spider-Man, like is another way of looking at that thing, right? Yeah. Uh, whoever directed Amazing Spider-Man, I don't remember who did that, but like- I can't remember either. Fucky, Fucky Johnson, I guess, might as well be. Joe McGee. Joey, Joe, 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 Joe Shabadoo. Dexter Poindexter. Dexter Wait. Poindexter. Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Bodie Mc- face but it but it's nice. so it's it, anyway it's the i guess the the point that i'm meandering around is that like i like talking about these questions right of right the, yeah absolutely of the of the like who like what's 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 a great level of influence what's a like ooh, that questionable what's mm-hmm. a like okay whoever like all that stuff is interesting to me and i th- i think the dune star wars relationship to to me, and and we should of course we should talk about the movie too because we watched the right. movie, the current movie, in prep for this. But right. but even before we talk about that a little bit, is that for me this is like it's still well in bounds of like the influence, but not just straight up like mm, we'll do that right. It's got that right. it's got that it's got that feel of like I love that. I'm gonna take a little bit of that. It's got that feel of like I love curry. I'm gonna put curry in my next dish. Right. right. Yeah. Not yep. like I'm going to make that same curry dish and call it my own. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. To me, to me, yep. that's where, that's where all this goes. It's got a lot, but it still has that, like it's different enough that it has that for me. Right. I think. Right. Yeah. I'd have to agree with that. I mean, Lucas, Lucas borrowed from these other, these other things that influenced him. I mean, you could, you could almost call them homages in yeah. some cases right like yeah. i mean the dam busters of course you could just call straight up you know theft i mean shot for <laughs> shot theft but i mean but it was all in service to the greater vision of his art right i yeah. mean we're really we're all kind of we're all kind of you know collaborative yeah being, right like yeah we, yeah we have these different things that we we take from each interaction anyway. Right. Yeah. You know, film being a very interactive art, you know, you can, you can kind of argue that every director does that in one, one way or shape or form, really. Yeah. I mean, Spielberg does it with David lean. So 
So fucking that guy, like, you know, everybody does it. <laughs> everybody doing it. Everybody's doing it. Uh, oh, you know it. what? Actually, now that I, now that we're on the subject, yeah, I think I think there's another thing that I hadn't thought of until just now in us talking about this. Yeah, who is borrowing what? Who's whatever? Is that Dune also has? I think I think Dune is science fiction. Yeah, but it shares something with Star Wars in that it's not, it's definitely not it's not hard sci-fi. It's not it's not like there's there's this great series of books that I've that I've or some of the books that I've read of this series, an author named Catherine Asaro, Primary Inversion, The Radiant Sea, some other kind of stuff. And so that's that's an that it is that is a possible future set of novels. But what it has, what that what those books have that Dune and Star Wars don't have is like for every the author what the author does is for everything in those books that is different than how we understand life to be now mm-hmm. the author invents a scientific explanation for it oh you know what i mean okay which like a lot of hard sci-fi has that yeah right has the like it's it's conceivably possible that based on this theory with this blah 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 and this research and blah blah, blah that this could happen right right dune doesn't do that Star Wars doesn't do that. No. There's just there's just hyperdrives and spice and sandworms <laughs> and whatever. Yeah. And you just that's what that's what it is. Right. 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 And I and so but but I mean clearly clearly these these civilizations have things that we don't have, but it doesn't like wring its hands over how do but how do hyperdrives work? But how do how does it work? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the way that they get away from that though is I mean they set this way 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 in the future right herbert yeah. wrote this what i mean the year what what isn't the year like a six digit year or a five digit year or something i mean like it's that? i mean it's so this so a couple of things i know about the dune timeline is the the story of dune takes place roughly ten thousand years after the butlerian jihad which is a thinking machine humans humans uprising against thinking machines kind of thing okay, okay which which at that point is already ahead of us as well right in other words at that point the machines can think and have and are starting to sort of take over everything right yeah and there's already there's already a hyperspace travel or, or like hyperluminal travel right right so it's ten thousand years after a point in time that's already well after our time and so it's 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 thousands and thousands of years. So in other words, to to, to your point, a hyperdrive or whatever they call it in Dune is like a wheel, right? It's been around so long that you don't right. even know you hardly know it exists anymore. You know, yeah. And and I I think the the benefit of that is that you know the audience just has to accept that then. Right? It just it's just there. Yeah. yeah. It, it is what it is, and you know if, if the sooner you accept it, the sooner you can buy into the the yeah. world of Dune or wherever you know. And the, the, yeah, actually, that's a good point too. And it has that nice like, if the characters don't give a shit, I guess you kind of don't have to give a shit about it too. Right. 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 And the characters don't give a shit that they can go, they can go planet hopping. They just do it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like a completely melted into the backdrop of the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I guess that kind of makes it a successful world build, right? If you yeah, if your characters can comfortably live and exist in that in whatever you know made up version of space travel or made up version of you know alien yeah. space worms i guess in this yeah. case if you if you can comfortably live in that and believably live in that then you know you've you've succeeded 
Yeah, you did it. So let's. Yeah. So okay. So let's let's. I move that we actually dive into the movie itself. Okay. All right. Talk about it. Cool. So uh, I didn't write a summary, but basically, you know, we we know the we know the the plot. So I thought what we could do is maybe talk a little bit about some of the things that I found that were maybe similar to Star Wars. And then maybe you could fill in the gaps because I know that you're really familiar with this, or at least more familiar with this world than I am. This is, I know, I think I know doing a little bit more than you do. I'm not, I'm not like a doing fucking like fanboy, but I definitely have kind of soaked in it a little bit here and there over the years. You read the original novel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I've already, I've, I've visited the Dune Wikipedia stuff and, Clicked around and whatever over the years. <laughs> um, nice. Okay. Yeah. You're like, gee, I wonder what Dune's doing these days. I'm going to go Wikipedia <laughs> hey, what's, them. What's going on in Dune these days? <laughs> Which, by the way, our buddy Kevin J. Anderson. Yeah. Because Frank Herbert died right. after, the six, after the first six books. And so Kevin J. Anderson and, and Frank Herbert's son, Brian, picked up and continued. And right. they've, they've at this point, they've written more Dune stuff than Frank, than Frank did. Right. Right. Um, okay. So it's it's just got a, there's just a lot out there now. Kevin J. Anderson's a fantastic writer too. So I wonder... he's he's and he's just prolific as all hell. Yeah. Right. Like talk about just a guy who's like he's got that like Kevin Bacon thing going on for the writers world, <laughs> right? Yeah. Where yeah. he's just always working. He's always doing a thing, right. you know. And it's sort of the anti George R. R. Martin. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Chances are Kev, uh, Kevin uh, Kevin J. Anderson's touched it. So he's, yeah. yeah, and he's got Somehow. he's got like he's got like six manuscripts kind of in flight right now. Anyway, that he's just <laughs> bouncing between. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the things that really stood out to me are the Bene Gesserit, yeah. which make me think of the Jedi. Yep, for sure. And the Mentats who can like and and like well not not even just the Mentats like the fact that Jessica and Paul can control people with their thoughts or with their words their you know voice. With, with, the the, voice. with the voice that's right the voice yeah, yeah. so like it's it, it struck me as like these aren't the droids you're looking for you know yeah. you want to you want to go home and rethink your life you know that's, that, kind that of was thing. one of the things i that i immediately hooked on was like the way they do the voice the way they physically show the voice which yeah which i thought was cool because in the book i don't remember as visceral a description and but it could be the case and i just forgot but like sure. the, the films do this amazing job of like when when you're using the voice i think the first time paul does it and then the first time the the the, the head benny jesuit lady does it to paul yeah like you the one that's the, giving him the test yeah you see yeah. them you see their lips move and then the person who is being affected just does the thing Right. Before the words have even sort of become vocal. Right. right. Yeah. Which is like a f- fucking cool effect. And which for me was very evocative of kind of how I imagine the, the force working in suggestion. Right. Which is to right. say, it's almost like the words don't matter because you've penetrated deeper than words into somebody's head. Right. right. Yeah. Like the, the, the command, the words do matter because they're giving you command, but you've sure. like, you've taken control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you like somebody who doesn't expect the voice or if you're powerful, even if they do expect it, mm-hmm. they just can't, they can't, they can't resist it. Yeah. There is I mean? no resisting it. Yeah. There's no resisting it. It's almost as if the words are, are just kind of secondary to the actual like, command. Right. Yeah. Like, like what's being carried. Is, yeah. 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 It's so like, I, th- I thought it was, I th- man, the, the, in this, in this film, the, the way they did the voice, 
Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. So good. Especially, I mean, the scene where they're tied up in the ornithopter and they, they like, and Paul commands the guy to take the, to take the mask off his mom. Right. And then she's like, stab him, do that. Kill him. <laughs> yeah. Give me your knife. Like effortlessly. She's like, right. She's like, just, just is like, she's the fucking queen at that yeah. point. Right. Yep. And these guys can't do nothing about it. Cause like I was reading up about it. Apparently it was, it would, it would be possible. I think for like a mentat to eventually become inoculated to like the effect of the voice you like you could you could eventually kind of get like accustomed to it or something like that okay. so you have to be you have to be sparing with its use you can't just be always like get me a glass of water like every 10 <laughs> seconds you know what i mean and then it would because bring it would me a beer of, and then, like the, the the person being affected kind of learns that, that what's that's what's going on you know what right, i mean right but okay but if you just use it like sort of as as part of your tool set i think right. it's sort of, kind of like kind of like all of the like bring it back to the jedi like the jedi don't exclusively use one sort of version of force powers they're always doing the the force so like the bendy desert don't have an equivalent to the force but they what they do have similar to the jedi is like this range of abilities that, that are themselves almost still mystical in a way, right? Because because one of the things too is that like, so Jessica, Paul is Jessica's son. Right. Jessica has the ability, as a Benny Gesserit, Jessica has the ability to control the gender of her child. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they do, they do talk about that. They do that. The, okay. the, the head Benny Gesserit lady, says you know you were told to bear a daughter and you chose to bear a son so that's why yeah. he's going to take this test or whatever yeah 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 so they have that they have the ability to like almost like rearrange their internal organs a little bit to sort of survive weird circumstances oh. or, or like shift things around a little bit to to sort of avoid getting stabbed in a vital spot it's not it's not complete you can't put your like heart in your foot okay. but like but it, there is some some this like there's extra control you have over the things that make you up. Right. They yeah. have, they have, they have truth sayers. I think they mentioned that in the film. Yep. So they can tell if you're lying or not. And what else can the Benny Gesserit do there? They have this monastic meditation based kind of thing too, where they, they sort of gather their focus for things mm-hmm. okay. kind of like the Jedi doing meditation things. Yeah. And then of course they have the famous litany against fear that Jessica, I think twice in the film, Jessica, chance the litany against fear oh yeah okay yeah yeah i will not fear, does. I, yeah i I'm, i must not fear fear is the mind killer fear is the little death that brings that you know that little that yeah. chunk of things okay that's a benny that's a benny jesuit invocation okay and so she does it twice in the film that i saw one time is when when paul is getting tested by the yeah. reverend mother and the other time is when they're flying in the storm and they just kind of turn off the wings and fucking go for it. You know what I mean? Right. 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 <laughs> Which I was like, Whoa, Holy crap. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm talking too much about the Benny Jarrett specifically, but except to no, say, I, no, except I to like say that, that you're, actually. except to say that you are that, that, that I caught that I was like, yeah, the Benny Jarrett are like, it's a clearly an influence of the Jedi. Right. Right. And, right. and also it, it's also too, because like, not just, not just the, not just the parallel of like the force and, like the Bene Gesserit abilities, but also the Bene Gesserit are, they are steeped in galactic politics. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The Reverend mother is like the ear of the emperor. 
Right. You know what I mean? And the Bene Gesserit all over the place, they're like poking and prodding all of the houses and the dukes and the fucking whatever all over the place. They're in, they're in everything. And they've yeah. been around since the Butlerian Jihad 10,000 years ago. Oh, wow. So, so, so just okay. like the Jedi, they're ancient. They're yeah. ancient. And they have been shaping things for thousands of years in the right. galaxy. So kind so of lots very, of similarities there. There's a lot of, like, there's literally, like, it's not quite a thousand generations, but there's hundreds of generations of Bene Gesserit yeah. that, have, that have gone on in the galaxy. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just off topic of, like, Star Wars versus Dune or Star Wars, you know, being influenced by Dune, what, what is that pain box? What is that all about? Does that get revealed later? Like, what so actually in that's there? The, that is a test that is given to to Benny Gesserit women. Mm-hmm. Right. And the focus of it, if I remember correctly, is to like, like since Paul was trained and has all these, because so not only does he have the voice or is he developing, he's developing the voice. Right. He also has the, you know how he beats, he beats the guy. He beats the Fremen guy at the end. Right. right. He, yeah. he yeah. fights him and, and Chani is like, that guy's a really good fighter. You're going to die. Yeah, and he's like, you know, he he beats him. Part of what he does is looks in the future, but part of what he does is he has the same training that Jessica has in terms of combat. That they call okay. it the weirding way, right? Which yeah, is okay. which yep. is like which puts them at a level above like pretty much anybody in terms of just like sort of being able to kill shit, <laughs> basically. Sure. Okay. So between the various Benny Gesserit abilities and the weirding way and all that kind of stuff, they want people to be kind of more or less worthy of those things. Okay. And so the, the pain box, what that is, is if you yank your hand out of there, it goes something like this. It's like, then you are not at the level of realized humanity that they want having that power. Okay. All right. So that, so that gum Jabbar, that needle that she has at his neck. Yeah. She's like, she's trained so that if somebody, if he was, if he yanked his hand out, she would have stabbed him right away. Oh, and that so was poisoned and he would have died. You're just done. Then. You're just done. You either, you either you, pass or you die. You die. You pass or you die because, wow. because he, because then he'd be walking around with those abilities, but without the right level of humanity to um, handle them, I think is kind of how the, the test is supposed to be maybe stop them from being Sith almost. Right. Or yeah, whatever, something they, whatever like the alternate version. Of it, 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 it very much has it. this, like there are forbidden things, you know what I mean? Or at least it has a smell of that a little bit, you know? Sure. Okay. That's, yeah. that's an interesting, interesting that you draw that parallel to the Sith because yeah, it, ha- it definitely has this. You're going to be on our team or you're going to fucking die, right. which is not quite the Jedi, but it is like, you're going to be on our team or you're going to be fucking out. You right. I mean? So it, it definitely does have this. And what I, so the thing that it's interesting to me is I don't think there is an analog to the Sith in Dune. Okay. All right. I don't think there's like, but it's also because you could argue that the Benny Jesuit maybe are both. A yeah. Bit. They, they seem kind of gray, right? They're yeah, not quite. They're a little. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have as, they don't have as many like, because for them humanity being fully human isn't about having the highest morals it's about having like the most complete control and 
and like power over your choices. And that has a little Sith flavor to it, right? Yeah. That's like, that has like, I'm the master of this. I'm, right. I can, I can, I can master this thing and I can exert my power over myself or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so I wonder if, I wonder, I don't know if you know the answer to this. I don't expect you to, but I wonder just putting it out there in the universe, if anyone has failed the test, but not been killed and gone on to be like a rogue Direction. person. Yeah. Like huh. someone that doesn't like someone that doesn't subscribe to the Bene Gesserit, you know, oaths or, you know, ways or whatever. Yeah. But still has those powers, which kind of would make them kind of like the Sith, right? That would make that them like person. Sith or a gray Jedi or something like that. Right. Yeah. And that would be, that's interesting. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know whether that's true or not, but I imagine something like that happened at some point because that's because the test is that way now. Right. Yeah. 10,000 years, um, a long time yeah. to go without, you know, a long no time mistakes. to have, like perfect school attendance or whatever. <laughs> perfect school attendance. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to the 10,000th annual Betty Desert Awards. Uh, up, yes. for best, yes. up for best concubine is Jessica Atreides. <laughs> oh, man. It took me a little while to figure out that she wasn't his wife. She yeah. Was concubine. I was like, damn. What? Yeah. Like, all right. I guess if you're a fucking Duke guy, you can have concubines and shit like but he did he did say he was gonna marry her he would have married her yeah, he should have married he said, her so. said he should have married her yeah before he died then he died yeah. So, yeah one of the other things though that i that i thought of was this like the idea the concept of like this galactic empire right like there's yeah. an emperor there's an emperor that sends duke leto to arrakis under the guise of taking control but actually there to be wiped out Honestly, the, the House fucked. of Trades yeah. is there to get yeah. House of Trades is there to get fucked exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's these great like schemes going on here, right? Mm -hmm. That that like oh, I'm gonna, I'm arranging this. Everything is proceeding exactly as I have foreseen. I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna put the pieces on the chessboard and we're gonna move them around. Makes me think of Palpatine, especially especially yeah. in like you know Return of the Jedi and all that. Yeah. The the interesting thing to so so yeah totally. And I think I think Palpatine is actually kind of a mix of the the Padisha Emperor, but also kind of the Bene Gesserit, because the Bene Gesserit have for these ten thousand years have been working toward their own version of the Chosen One, like the, like it's their breeding program to get to a Chosen One. Gotcha. So so like so like so the Reverend mother being pissed off at Jessica about choosing to have a son is really because Paul was one generation too early to be the Kwisatz Haderach. Their plan was the next generation after Paul would be the chosen one. Right. But that was all orchestrated by thousands of years of selective breeding and stuff like that. And, and, and so it has, it bears this similarity to, you know, what was Anakin's sort of origin? Did, 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 did Palpatine influence Anakin's birth in some way or right. Palpatine's master influence Anakin's birth in some way? And like the, I mean, just the chosen one and that concept itself, right. Is, is like, that's all over the place fucking here. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And even, even, and there's, there's even a parallel too, in that like the chosen one in both cases both is and is not what you think, right? In other yeah, words, yep. Anakin, like Obi Wan's, like you were the chosen one. You were supposed to, 
destroy the stuff that's not join them. Right. And then of course, you know, Paul, Paul is, Paul is the Kwisatz Haderach, I think, or at least you can make the argument that he is at least in this generation, but he goes, he doesn't do things the way that the Bene Gesserit would have him do it. You know what I mean? Right. And, and so like, and he, he takes a different path and especially with his children and then the thousands of years following this, it's like definitely, I think it's a question in my head as to whether the, the Bene Gesserit meant for it to happen in this way too, right? So it has like, in both cases, the chosen one slash Messiah thing is like, yeah, that's the chosen one, but it didn't go like we thought it would, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you said thousands of years following this. So these the Dune novels take place over thousands, thousands of years. Thousands of years. Thousands oh, wow. of years. Okay. So right. so so and this is something you could just read online if you want to do any. So Paul sure. has children with Chani with so so Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. He has children with that character. Okay. And one of his children, Leto the second, becomes the emperor after Paul. And he actually joins up and becomes a human sandworm hybrid what <laughs> and he lives for thousands of years oh wow okay as like a tyrant emperor and so he controls everything in the in the empire and he shuts the spice trade down huh so in those thousands of years there is actually far far less space travel in the galaxy than in the time leading up to it Interesting. And okay. then, but it's, but that's still not like, but even his Leto the seconds, his motivation for that is not to destroy humanity, but to save it actually. Okay. And so it has this, it has this, like, I'm going to be a dick, but it's, it's at the end of the day, it's for your own good kind of thing. <laughs> even if nobody believes it, it's for your own good kind of a thing. No? Dick with purpose, basically. A dick with purpose. Yeah. Sure, sure. And so, but then he, yeah. So he just becomes, <laughs> He becomes like this weird fucking human sandworm guy who has all of, so like, so like, you know how Paul has prescience, Paul can kind of see yeah, the yep. future a little bit. Yeah. Leto, Leto the second's ability for that is much stronger, but part of what Leto the second wants to do actually is, is do another breeding program to create people who are impervious to prescience. In other words, you cannot see their future. Oh, okay. So not not so much that they don't have the gift of it, but that even those who are prescient can't see things regarding that person. Okay, so they're just kind so, of like blind so, spots or something. Yeah, and so what okay. he wants to do is create is he wants humanity to be a blind spot in that. Because okay. that because what that represents is the ultimate level of choice and control. Right? If you are completely divorced from being able to foresee and predict what's up. Yeah that kind of frees you like that means you can do anything you fucking want to that's true. and there's no there's no guiding hand of whatever like fucking it up for you there's no so destiny there so if my if because and i didn't read these books i read the summaries of these books so this is what i'm <laughs> this is what i'm going through but like okay my this is my read of that is that his sure. his thing was to to sort of create the the sort of the next level of humanity control and then after 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 he dies humanity like goes and scatters much much further into the universe like the world of dune did the dune universe is like sphere like 500 light years around okay which in on a galactic scale is not very much right right? 
That's not very much of any particular galaxy's total volume. Sure. But when this when the scattering occurs after that, they humans jump to like other galaxies entirely. Right. It's okay. like way further than it was okay. before. So it's got this like go broader sense to it that happens with this. Anyway, the the God Emperor thing that Leto the Second becomes. What I struggle to understand sometimes with the Emperor Palpatine, yeah, is what was his goal in being Emperor? Not so much, not so much like the saving myself kind of thing and like having infinity clones of me to live forever, right? But but more like, what was his goal sociologically for the Emperor for the Empire? Right. right because, yeah, what was because, his plan? Because it was his plan. Like, did he have a grand scheme for the the Republic or the former Republic to have even more power and expand its reach further and do that same kind of thing? Or or was he like, I don't care what happens as long as I get mine? Right. Huh. It, because it seems it's it at least seems like why would you spend so much time to become the emperor of the galaxy? Yeah. When you could just spend your time and be really, really rich. Yeah. Basically have the same thing, right? Right. Right. You could have the cloning that you might want to 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 help you be preserved forever and and all this stuff. I mean, I know part of the Sith thing is like take as much power as you can get, but like to to what end for Palpatine? You know? Yeah, it seems short sighted to just say, Hey, we're gonna take as much power as we can and not tell us why. Yeah. You know, like is what's his what's the goal? What's the larger what's the goal there? And would you ever expand beyond the known galaxy in Star Wars? I mean, what's the outer rim is the furthest out, right? That's the furthest yeah. you can go, right? And in Star Wars, you're kind of limited by like, are there hyperspace lanes to to go on, right? Yeah. So in Star Wars, like maybe if there's no hyperspace lane out of the galaxy, like what do you do? You right. know what I mean? Just travel at like sublight speeds then. Just I'm like guessing? And then just take, you know, 30 million years to get to another galaxy or whatever. And <laughs> I mean, maybe you do, who knows, but like, yeah, maybe just kind of send some seed ships that way, I guess, or something like that. I don't know. You could, I mean, you could do that. There, could, there, uh, there's enough time in the well, scale of the universe to do it. I suppose. That's true. That's true. I mean, it, if you've got enough clones, I suppose you can be in control for long enough to make that happen, right? Yeah. To make whatever whatever technological advances need to happen to make hyperspace be able to break free from this whole we need lanes thing, right? Yeah. I can't yeah. remember. Is that a Legends thing or is that a current canon thing? I think it might be canon in some sense because okay. the, the lanes, that was part of the High Republic novels novel that's right right that's what was, it was the lanes yeah. but then but then but actually you make a good point though because there was that one woman who was like a, the bad the bad woman who could like because the what do you call them the storm the crimson no the um oh the um the bad guys whatever you fucking call them I yeah forget. the 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 they they have a way of skipping between lanes Right, right. God, so what the hell are they to, they're like those raiders or something, right? There's some sort of raiders. Yeah, I remember that, the remember. the fuck them up crew. Those one guys, yeah. and and <laughs> but they have a way to like skip between hyperspace lanes. So right. maybe that is a potential bridge to like. Okay, let's just use that and only just go that way instead, right? Let's yeah. go. Let's go out past the outer rim and see what's out there, right? Yeah. 
but but yeah the i guess the larger point is like what's the what's the fucking plan palpatine yeah yeah Can, I paul, just touch paul on and leto and whatever have plans palpatine doesn't that's all i'm saying yeah. right yeah palp seems to be kind of like in it for himself kind in of. it for himself or or just kind of like floating around and waiting for shit to happen that he can react to you know yeah which is kind of shitty writing okay but so just to just one i want to just one last thing I want to say about this hyperspace thing is I think I was all in on that when we were talking about it in, when we were talking about the high Republic comics or the book or something, because it seemed interesting to me, but it seems so limiting now that like, yeah, you, it... you frame it as like, you can't get out of the galaxy because there's no hyperspace lanes outside of the galaxy. Yeah. That's so limiting. And it's I limiting. Kind of, like, kind of hate that. I kind of don't, that's, that was why, cause I think, I think I didn't, I didn't quite understand hyperspace until this, when we were doing this podcast Yeah, and we talked about the old uh, fucking, the ancient Jedi order comic books that we did back when. Yeah. Yep. And to me, that was what clicked it for me. was like, Oh, because one of the, one of the, and one of them, the premises, these two fucking knuckleheads get in their ship yeah. and they, <laughs> they find a random hyperspace lane right to the to ancient Sith planet. Right. Right. And then kind of, and the Sith are like, oh, we can follow them back. You know what I mean? And then I was like, oh, so I guess you have to just, like, you already need to have a street going to where you want to go to use it, I guess. Yeah. You can't plot a new street. You can't just go like, I'm going to go that way, 80 light years. Right. Yeah. And and then, and then I was like, oh, that really is very limiting in terms of exploration. Right. You know? And so that, that for me, that too was like, oh, that's, that sucks. And that's also why there's like a dark, there's like an entire dark quadrant to the galaxy. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Which is like, there's just you know, hyperspace is all fucked up over there. Yeah. And so you can't, there's nowhere to go essentially. They should have, they could, they could fix that really easily by just having like hyperspace, like uh, hyperspace lane, like construction workers, right? Like you have these guys <laughs> that like, you know, they're not like, they're not like wearing like orange vests and shit and like, you know, putting up signs with arrows. Or just like a, <laughs> but there's just like a guy out in space <laughs> with an orange space suit holding an arrow sign that says like slow or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Know? yeah. Detour. And, like, detour. <laughs> hyperspace detour. And then there's like a really big lumbering, like spaceship, just like laying out like space bricks on the right. thing or whatever for that. Right. Yeah. New, new lane under construction. That takes a millennia to get from one end to the other. <laughs> Boy, that'll, God, be this thousand, <laughs> that'll be a thousand years till I can get back to Coruscant. Jesus. <laughs> freaking traffic is ridiculous out here. <laughs> I guess my I guess my 10th level grandchildren can get back to Coruscant, but I'm stuck out here. <laughs> I'm doing this for the grandkids. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, there's, there's like there's like a there's like a hyperspace construction guy union, right? <laughs> yeah, like, of course there is. They can go on strike or whatever and not right. build the lane. Yeah. Oh god, and that lasts for like a hundred years because negotiating with Palpatine is just a pain it's in the just ass. Just a pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> he just oh, ends god. up electrocuting every union. <laughs> head. Every union rep that comes by, it's just. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We know we want dental or we strike <laughs> <laughs> dental coverage now, right? Like he, he hires like some scab workers to cross the picket lines. <laughs> it's just clones, right? He just has, yeah, clones, hires clones, you know, yeah, clones are the scabs. They walk in, they're just like, fuck it, I'll do it. 
<laughs> oh shit that's good stuff oh my god we got there i knew we'd get there we'd get somewhere with that so did you did you notice in dune did you notice that duke leto said he wanted to be a pilot yeah yeah and i, I was did like see that. well hello <laughs> you Maybe. are a pilot oscar isaac <laughs> you are a pilot you're fucking poe dameron and i was like is so is 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 like is dune the the multiverse alternate to star Wars somehow. Right. Oh, there's like a be. weird multiversal thing going on. It must be. It has to yeah. be. Is it connected to the Tommy Westfall universe? If that is the case, Fuck. then it will be part of it. Yeah. So we'd have to figure that out. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it could be that the older Dune is, you know what I mean? Somehow. Yeah. That's David Lynch and that's got all kinds of weird shit going on. So (laughs) we'll have to consult the, consult the book of armaments on that one and find out (laughs) if that's in there. Yeah. (laughs) So those, those are the main things that I saw, like the, 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 the chosen one thing that you brought up, the, uh, the Messiah or not Messiah, the, the empire, and then the Bene Gesserit. Those are the main ones that I can think of. Yeah. Those are, those are the main ones. There's, there's themes of, there's themes of destiny, of course. Yeah. Yep. Oh, right. yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Fits. I mean, it fits into our discussion on the chosen one kind of stuff there, but right. definitely themes of themes of destiny. There's also was I noticed a kind of a smaller thing of there was a so in a new hope, Obi Wan Kenobi says to Luke as he's flying his X-wing, he says, "Let go." Yeah. Right. Yep. And while they're in the ornithopter in the storm there's a voice saying, let go. And I was like, Oh wow. Is that, if that's in the novel, then that's clearly another little connection point there. Right. Of like flying in a bad situation, whatever, and then letting go and using kind of your feelings, I guess. Right. Right. To, to sort of do the things. Acting on instinct or whatever. Yep. There's Um, also, there's also the, the connection of joining the rebellion, right? Because the Fremen are kind of the, the rebellion against the empire. Yeah, and then stealing their spice and shit, right? Yeah, I, I did write down Fremen. Who's the parallel to the Fremen? The, the I was like, well, you you could maybe say Sand People, but I think mostly it's like the rebels. Yeah, right. Definitely. The Fremen are the rebels. They're, they're in hiding. There's not. There's more than you think out there, right? Because because Hark, Harkonnen thinks there's like ten thousand of them, right? But Duncan Idaho is like, no, there's like millions of them. He <laughs> just doesn't. He just hasn't found them. You know what I mean? Again, the dumbest name. I've ever come across Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. <laughs> that's that's like a that's like a that's like a that's like a Boise-based French fry emporium. <laughs> Duncan Idaho. Duncan yeah. Idaho. Like like instead of Dunkin' Donuts, like everyone everyone in Boise like stops at a Duncan Idaho, <laughs> a, a Duncan Idaho to get to to get to um <laughs> on their way to work in the morning is like oh I gotta stop at Duncan Idaho and pick up a box of fr- a box of fries with some poutine. <laughs> it just made me think of like Johnny Utah. I was thinking yeah. of like point break, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, is Patrick Swayze in this thing? There's there's also there's a there's a there's a moment where Paul stares at a setting sun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's good. So yeah, filmically, yeah, there's a lot of references back. There's to... there's film references yeah. too, right? That's a good point. There's there's this does not parallel Star Wars, but I guess even the future has bagpipes. <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, that's fucking cool. Right. Well, bagpipes, bagpipes will live on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Apart from anything connected to Star Wars, I also wanted to sort of toss out into the universe 
that not that she'll ever hear this, but like Rebecca Ferguson kills it, kills it in yeah. this movie. Yeah, like she's, she's, really good. she's amazing in this movie. That that moment where where Paul is undergoing the test, the Gum Jabbar, and like she's outside the door. Yeah. And she's chanting the litany against fear. I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> no, but, she, she really does do a great job. I, I think a lot yeah. of the actors do a great job in this yeah. movie. But I think I honestly think that like I underestimated her, honestly, because I thought of her. I, I've always thought I the only other thing that I can remember seeing her in is The Greatest Showman. And I, th- I think we've pretty well exhausted this. Yeah. What, where should we go from here? Should we, yeah. should we do more DNA stuff or what do you want to do? I, I think we should, I think we should at least think about at least one more DNA thing. Okay. All right. I don't know what, I mean, you know, there's, there's like, I mean, everybody says, I, I have no idea what, like the, the, the space, the Buck Rogers or whatever shit. I have no idea what that's like, but yeah. apparently George Lucas had that as a, as a, a DNA influence thing kind of too. Right. Or we can go the other way, right. For a thing influenced by star Wars. Right. You know, I was just thinking that, that there's two ways we can go with that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We could. Cause, cause you said there's, I mean, obviously it opens the door for star Trek, for aliens, for blade runner, so many things like maybe, Maybe the other, maybe one of our potential things is the other way around, like something that Star Wars opened the door for and owes to, or yeah. that owes to Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, like, you I mean, you could, well, we don't want to do like Independence or not Independence Day. Uh, we don't want to do space balls or anything like that. But like, <laughs> no. but, but we could, I mean, you could look at something like, Oh God, we could even look at like the dark Knight, which, you know, owes its influence to, you know, empire strikes back in being like this, this darker chapter, this end, you know, the chapter that ends. Yeah. That ends kind of like in a bad place and all that Mm. you could do like guardians of the galaxy, which, I mean, we've seen guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Then there's, then there's also like maybe some, more obscure or less known video games maybe too like the it might be harder to find well i mean there's there's just man there's a lot of ways to go about this god (laughs) what i what i don't want to do is dive right back into darth vader yeah i don't want to do that we we got stuck on vader for a while and that was good while it lasted but now it's like let's steer clear of like the vader ishness right right (laughs) I'd be. I'd also be happy to go back and do another story from that Kevin J. Anderson, the bounty hunter things. Oh yeah, yeah, we could um, do that. That'd be one. Or we, you know what, we could also round out the. Did we already finish the Han Solo adventures? That third. I think we have one more. Do we have? If we have one more, we could always do that. Let's do that. Or let's let's put that in the hopper. Let's put that in the in the mix. I've got my coin. Okay. So I, dude, I totally move like that. That should be one of them. I would love to go back to that. That's got, that's got a very different, that's got early Star Wars DNA to it that I really love. Right. Yeah. See, and that's the other thing is it's not canon, right? This is all like, it's just like, it's just like early shit. Yeah. Before they, before they knew what they really had. Right. Yeah. Almost like, almost like splinter of the mind's eye, which, you know, also kind of has its own, like, okay. So the, so the heads, at least, is the, the final 
Han Solo Adventures piece. That's the heads. Okay. The tails is going to be... This might be the perfect time to introduce this. Ewoks. Star Wars Wars Ewoks. It's on VHS. Holy shit, dude. (laughs) Then... Okay, let's. No, I, no, say, I, I don't have a VHS say, player. I don't know how we do it. But <laughs> so you say the tape thing goes in the machine. How does it? How does so, it work? So it's got a do you just, tape. Do you just rub your eyes on the tape then, or something? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you do. That's, in a sense, it's what you do. So okay, so all right, so we've got Han Solo Adventures Chapter Three or Part Three. So here I move. Mm. I move this. What do you got? I move. Hansel Adventures, the final chapter. Okay. Or, or one of the bounty hunter things from the Kevin J. Anderson collection. Either way, you've got you've I'll got like you've got like stuff that's a little off the beaten path, but still has that earlier feel to it, yeah. you know? I like it. That that we're in. So okay. So heads. I like it. And then we can then we can kind of put our heads in, into it a little bit and kind of come up with like what could be like the next Star Wars DNA thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like that. That's right, I like yeah. that a lot. Okay, so heads, Han Solo, yep. tails, bounty hunter stuff. Cool. And now, Rich, we let the Force decide. For the first time in a while. Oh, fuck. Okay. The Force said, "Fuck you." The Force said, <laughs> the "Force said, ah, fuck." It's heads. That was Han Solo. The Han Solo. Right? So Han okay. Solo, the third, the third and final of the Han Solo adventures thing, is what we're doing. All right. Booyah. <sighs> Let me just, I'm going to look that up so I know exactly what the name of it is. The Han Solo Adventures. I'm getting hung up here on Wikipedia. There it is. It is Han Solo and the Lost Legacy by Brian Daly. So that, that'll be a fun one. I'm ready. Yeah, ready. I'm pumped for it. All right, man. All right, so man. Well, Kevin's of the, or Jeff's, Kevin's, who the hell are Kevin's? Kevin J. Anderson, right? Kevin, Kevin J. Anderson, if you're listening to this. Oh, yeah. So Kevin J. Anderson, obviously, he obviously listens to this. Obviously, and, to us right. just fucking meander around stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and the Jeff's of the multiverse. Thanks. And for the Jeff's of the multiverse. We will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!